Good morning, everyone. Christ enlightens all that will shine the light of your love upon us, glorify you in all that we do. For you are hope now and ever. Amen. So, uh, last night Robert Seidel spoke, and today I'll be speaking since it's Theology 101, and I'm on the Goal 2 team. Um, and we'll cover the, the same information um, as last night. But they had a PowerPoint. I'll just be using a dry erase board. I hope you don't mind that. Um, so as all of you know, our strategic plan is called Vision 2020. And now we have reached 2020, which is hard to believe. It's been a year and a half and approaching two years since we started implementing the strategic plan. And in that time, Goal 2 team has done a lot of things. Uh, right now, for some of you who have been for a long time, this might feel like deja vu a little bit. Right? That we've gone through this, we've had a site committee and all of this, but uh, as you've been patient through all of the fireside meetings, I, I ask that you continue to be and continue, we will, work, we will continue to work together to achieve consensus. So before I talk too much about the, the main points, I'd like to set our sights clearly on a big picture. Imagine where we are 10 to 15 years from now. In 10 to 15 years, by God's grace, we'll have our permanent home, a place where our grandchildren and their great-grandchildren can also walk and worship and have fellowship together. We'll be a beacon of orthodoxy for the hundreds of thousands of people who, for whom we are the closest church. We'll also be a hub of mission work within the region. We will have a second priest so that he or I can devote time to serving at a nearby mission church, or two, or three. This is the vision that all of us share, as a vibrant parish that is actively doing mission work, that is its permanent home. And this is what all of you have expressed as parish goals. Specifically, we want to have... which is worshipful, or prayerful, and beautiful. Another thing that was mentioned, although the, the consensus was not right now, was that we do want to start missions. That has always been the goal of this parish, and it continues to be the goal. It's true that it's not now, but we do wish to start... So the next question then is, when can we start a mission? And you'll see where I'm going with it. Start a mission, fundamentally, because there's no priest to serve a mission. Forgive me, but I can't serve a mission. So if we are going to start a mission as a parish, we need to have a second priest. And that second priest will be essential to our parish having missions. So as a parish, our goal is to have a second priest. We have this as our goal because then we're able to go out and begin mission parishes in, the, in a proper way. So if we think of this as a permanent home and a second priest... Okay. 
If we are able to have a permanent home and a second priest, then we will have fulfilled what our mission is as a parish, and then we will continue to fulfill that mission. To reach these goals, the vast majority of you have expressed in our fireside meetings that our next step is to move, to find our permanent parish home. These other two conclusions also came out of the fireside meeting, that we would be open to moving with ASA, but we might consider places without ASA, that we would prefer a location that's within 10 minutes, but it may also be further. All of these are things, I'm, those parts are parts that I'm rehashing from our fireside meetings. But the last piece of information that we need to actually go out and move and find a permanent parish home so that the site committee can be formed and properties can be evaluated is size. What size of building, what size of property. We need to have these pieces of information so that the site committee can then begin the work that we all desire, which is to find our new and permanent parish home. So the question is, what size do we need? Or rather, what are the minimum requirements? Because our maximum requirements, it's pretty basic. It's financial, right? We would all love to have a 20-acre property. We would love to have 100,000 square feet of space and all kinds of things. But there's a financial limit. So our question really is, what is our minimum? What do we look for when we're looking for our new parish as this size or bigger? So we cannot have a site committee unless they know what they're looking for. So we as a parish must reach consensus on the, that site criteria. This is your task right now and in the coming week or two. So in the months since Goal 2 last presented um, in the fall, they've spent four months and countless hours on researching to figure out what we would have as this minimum. I've been a part of that discussion. I've seen their dedication, their desire to incorporate diverse opinions. It's been beautiful to see in these meetings how there are very people with very different viewpoints, and yet they're all, by talking together, able to come to uh, unanimity. They realize that we can't talk about the need unless we talk about what we have. So part of their research was into looking at what do we have right now. So first they did a demographic study of the parish. They found that we have 428 active parishioners. It corresponds to 178 families or units, family units. This is how many people we have in our parish right now. The number of stewards is 110, but this is the number of people that are involved in our parish. On average, on Sundays, a conservative estimate is that we have between 180 to 220 people, but this is a head count by Barry and, and formerly by Ted, but didn't always include the little people. So as we know, we probably have more than that. But on every Sunday, they would count how many people, and it would be around there, more than 200 people, single Sunday. And it's crowded. Unanimous in saying, we are too crowded here in this parish. Second, they measured the property and the building and all of the interior it out to all the different uses that we have within the parish. We have 1.7 acres. We have 21... For most of you, these numbers probably are foreign. You didn't know that. 
So now you know what a 1.7 acre property feels like. Now you know what a 21,000 square foot building feels like because you've been living in it here with our parish community. So they asked, what minimum do we as a parish need to look for? Going through each type of use within the building, they looked inside the building, what are worship uses, what are classroom uses, what are fellowship hall uses, and they divided all those out and added up the measurements of the square footage. How much of the property is devoted to parking? Almost all of it. How much of the property is green space? The front strip, how much is for the actual footprint of the building? And they determined minimum criteria for each type of use. For instance, if we have um, 3,000 classroom space, what square footage of classroom space would be the minimum requirement for our parish? So they went through and they did all of this work and had a lot of extensive discussions. By the way, those discussions are all discussions that each and every one of you could have been a part of and can continue to be a part of by joining Goal Team 2. So before I give a specific come up with, I wanted to share a simple equation. Equation. Number plus 20% plus 20%. Okay. So in any number that we look at, and this is not what the goal team used, they were far more analytical than this. Any number we could look at, we could roughly say, to not be crowded anymore, we as a current community, as we currently exist, we need about 20%. 20% more parking, 20% more classrooms, 20% more worship space. That's so that we as a community, allowing no one else to walk in our door, we can be comfortable. So that's what we'd be looking for if we had no growth. So right here, this is the no growth number. Okay? Ah, Mr. W. Okay. That's the no growth number, is if we have 20%. And we all agree that we're bursting at the seams. You come in and you're lucky if you find a parking space. If you're too late, then you have to look for a seat. Then you have to find a place in the fellowship hall where you can sit down. Now at least we have this hall that people can sit in. Theology 101 can be loud if we have a classroom going on in the gym because we don't have enough classrooms, so we have a classroom going on in the gym, and all of these things that we experience. So that 20% again is for making us no longer crowded. The second 20%, and this is a very conservative number, you could call this the second priest's number. Now why does this make sense? Because second priest can only exist in our parish if we have the funds to support a second priest. We can only support a second priest if we have enough stewardship for a second priest. We can only have enough stewardship for a second priest if we have enough people for a second priest. We can only have enough people for a second priest if we have enough room for the people to come into the building. Does all of that make sense? Okay. And I say it's a conservative number because right now, with our current parish budget, we couldn't quite support a second priest. We were lucky to have Father Timothy at a great discount because he was part-time. We couldn't support a second priest with our current budget right now. So if we have no one else come in our doors, we'll never have a second priest. 
Now this number is conservative because what we also have to have in there is a new mortgage. Wherever we move, we're going to have a substantial mortgage. We'll have to face that. So this number is likely much higher than that. We don't know what it is. Because this really gets back to the question. This question is, how big should our parish be? And I'll answer that question. Second priest big. That's how big it should be. Because when we have a second priest, what does that mean? We can start a mission. And what does that mean? We have a place that people can go. Because as long as God sends us people, we have to have room for them. And unless we can start a mission so that people can go there, we are the only place. We're the only place. So does that make sense? So I'm giving you this, telling you that team was far more analytical than that. They went through and they talked to Beth and, and uh, Kendall about well, how much classroom space would our current community need? A square footage would that one classroom be? Now how many of those would you need? All of these things were done and I'll share this handout will be at the end. This will have all of the nitty-gritty of those numbers. Interesting thing is the numbers that they came up with, the numbers that they came up with if we just did 20% plus 20%, that would mean that we would have a building of 30,000 square feet. Again, this is with a conservative estimate. 20% plus 20% would be 30,000 square feet. If we took this 1.7 acres, that would become 2.5 acres. So the interesting thing is what the goal team 2 came up with by doing their analytical approach was 3.0 acres. Again, these are only minimums. And 28,000 square feet. Now why are these different? Really simple. This 1.7 acres has no outdoor play area at all. As we know. We don't want the kids going outside because they're going to get hit by a car. So the difference here is that now in what we are looking for, at least what Goal 2 team suggests, and this is what the parish as a whole has to achieve consensus on, is that we need some outdoor space for people to move around. The reason why this is different is because there are actually, um, we have a lot of square footage here, it's just awkward. So if we took our two halls and put them together as one big hall, it would actually suffice us very well, and maybe even a few more people. It's just that we have two halls, and they're kind of they're split, and there's a big cement wall that we can't tear down between them. So that's the reason why there's a slight difference. Interesting thing is you just use this very simple equation, and you come up with answers that are almost the same. Almost the same. So the next step is really to decide as a parish, is this what we're going to give the green light committee to stay, say, start looking. Sorry for those of you who can't see it. There you go. Is this what we're giving it as the, to the site committee to say, green light, go ahead and start looking. Looking for this and bigger. As big as we can get, and then we'll have to decide if we can afford it. So the site committee might get a 10-acre property that's way under market. We might say, wow, we can afford that. Wonderful. No one says we want smaller. But we have to say we need to start with a minimum. We don't want smaller than the goal two team is suggesting. The question is, do all of you that? So I'm not going to ask you for a vote right now because that would be kind of putting you on the spot. You haven't even seen the numbers that they worked. But um, 
It simply means that these are the sizes that we're looking, that the Goal 2 team is suggesting, and that you as a parish will have to say yes or no to within the coming weeks. I'll explain the process of how, how you'll offer your yes or your no. So a, a caveat is that the, these numbers, of course, they may change. If we find a site that is like 2.7 acres but has a whole lot of off-site parking, then we look at that because that one of the factors that went into the laborious calculations of the actual site was to say... So if it's off-site, then we can lower the acreage. And likewise, we can do that as well if the building has multiple stories, if it's not one story like this building. The site also might have to be larger if there's no room to build a permanent Orthodox church. So the, if we look at buildings, and the buildings aren't buildings that we can reasonably make into a worshipful, permanent... So, um, at this point, I, I try to pull us, all of this out, and you can look at it, but hopefully you won't descend into that yet. Um, but the one thing I wanted to say is that the way that we... And so what we'll be doing is we'll be sending out a survey uh, in a, sometime in the next week, and the deadline be in one week, and don't worry, it's a question, it will numbers in it, do you agree that be the minimum for the site committee, or do you disagree that this should not be the minimum, i.e. that the minimum should be smaller, right, that the minimum should be smaller. So um, that simple survey will go out, and then also it will ask for input as well. Tell us why, or if you say yes, but I think this, there will be space for that. Um, but that will be coming out shortly, and we'll ask that every single person fill that out. The survey will, the survey will ask for your name, but just know that it's only Barbara that's going to see that. We just have to make sure that only one person fills out one. So please do put your name in on the survey, otherwise it won't count. Okay? Yes. There's just something else you want. To... Yeah. Yeah, and so Yeah, and so this number may fluctuate based upon Oh, the the question was he was uh, noting how I had said that if there's offsite parking, then the, the site might go down and be able to go down in size. Conversely, if it can't accommodate the building of an Orthodox church, the property might need to go up a little bit. So he was suggesting an up or down on that. So we can put like a minus here, but really the idea is that anything above that. Every, everything above that is always okay to look for. And by the way, we might look a little bit smaller if there are some extenuating circumstances. So, yes. being considered. All are being considered. The issue with raw land is that it may be at a further distance, but that's ultimately for the parish to decide. One of the findings was that the people don't want to go really far, but they're open. 
So there will be sites that will be look that the site committee would look at that might be even outside the urban growth boundary or other places where the raw land is cheap enough because we can't afford to buy raw land right next door to us if there was such a thing because then we'd have no money to build. So if we were to buy raw land, it would have to be significant. We'll look at that as well. Yeah. And by the way, Patrick and John, you know, are the, the goal team leaders. State as well. I'll restate. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the question was, um, is this so that the site committee can begin looking? Yes, that's what this is. The site committee will not be formed unless we have consensus about what we're looking for. That further question of how much will the mortgage be, that's when the site committee comes back to the community and says, here are the one or two or three sites that seem to work by our estimation financially as well. They'll look at like, this is just way too expensive, there's no way we could consider it, or maybe it's a little too expensive, let's see what the parish thinks, so the, that, that the site committee will do when they bring it to us. And to be perfectly clear, clear assembly vote, we cannot, it's illegal. So that will, don't worry about that, those kind of decisions will be down the road. Yeah. It will, it will go out to our email list. However, Barbara will be looking at these people. Anyone who's involved in the parish has a say in this. Even if they only come six or seven times a year, they're a part of our parish. So it's not just for stewards. Because again, none of this is terribly binding. I mean, it, that's, this sounds like a big deal. I'm bringing you all in the room and we all have to talk about this. None of it's terribly binding because it's really simply saying, go site committee, start looking. That's what it's saying. Question, Judah. Good question. So your parents can lo can uh, click on the survey for you, and you can fill it out. And you can put of our community. So, um, what other questions do we have? And again, the further analysis is all here. If someone wants to see that, well, well, well actually, not. Let's give it out now. Yes. Someone pass it back. Take someone back. back. What? Oh. Okay. I want one. There we go. <laughs> um, yes. So I'll read this to you. It's on this. From zero to six years old, we have 121. From seven to six years old, we have 42. 
from 13 to 18, we have 41. That means 200 of them are 18. Yes. And then if you go further from that, it's around 30 to 40 per decade. Per decade. This also has... Because you should know, ASA has 45 students. ASA represents eight Orthodox churches across the metro area. And we have 11 non-Orthodox to go to ASA. So that means we're evangelizing through ASA. Now you're all going to get slugged in there. If you have any questions before you guys descend into the data, or any questions about the data, yes, Michael. Yeah, so uh, the question was, how many Orthodox Church building projects did the, the team look at? So the team looked at parishes that had a building process. So it was, it was really focused on the process. How did the church achieve consensus through this big transition of building or moving? And we looked at about five or six parishes. Would that be about right in total? Okay, so yeah, about six parishes. But that more process-oriented, because cost, you can't... I don't know if your question was about cost. It's hard to relate that. And it's important to... This is asking about building... Around was... We'll buy and build. This is more of a fate. Find raw land that you would wisely... We'll probably need to build an Orthodox church there. But those costs are totally shut process. The double bird. Anyway, oh, you're all stuck on the paper. Oh, uh, should be extras around. Are there extras? Or maybe if couples can share. We can always print more if anyone else needs it. Okay. So now that you've seen the sheet, do you have any how much that also um, just um, all of the square footage numbers the, the goal team even went down much more granular than that. When we say office space, they said the church square feet. Father Matthew's office is this many square feet. Every single space was measured. And those then in some sense what you're looking at here is also a filter of what the work that they did. Question, yeah. Thank you very much, Paul, too. Question. Ah, that was brought up last night. There's no increase in storage. That's a good question. Partly, uh, if the bowling alley was useful storage, then it would be a lot more. Right now, it's just kind of a place you can't put certain things and all of that. So that was the thinking of the Goal 2 team. But again, these are all minimums. So the, there was a point brought up last night, very compelling point, 
And this is, that's not what we're deciding on right now. We're deciding on what is the site committee looking for. When we look at specific sites, storage does it. So, other questions? Yeah. Other questions or comments? Yes. Let's get a round of applause. <laughs> so that's because the, the measurement for the bookstore, and it says on the left side there, space used in South Fellowship Hall. So it's just a measurement of their actual room. Yeah. Half again, just to fill what they have right now. So, yeah. Other... We have five minutes. We go further in this process. I will come back to this number here, and I will tell you that this number is very conservative, and that we need to envision what our parish looks like when this number is bigger, because this number is driven by nothing else than can we permit the people who God sends us to come into our church. Are we able to permit the people who God sends us to come into our church? And until we can build another mission, we have to be able to accept them. So right now the number is low because this is just for the committee to start looking for things. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to look for something that's too small, but we've got to start somewhere. So thoughts about that? Or, yeah. If you had questions Zoya. Yeah. Oh, yes, the crease for the back. We are not ADA compliant, and we don't have enough stalls and urinals and everything for the number of people that we have. We probably, if we tried to build what we have for bathrooms right now, we'd probably have to double it at least. So, yeah. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. No. Question is, are there any guidelines from the Archdiocese or the Metropolis about how big we have to be to afford a second priest? A year, you know, but uh, yeah, there's that. If we say we want to have a whatever. Not that we're going to get that big. I'm just simply saying not anything from the, the higher ups. So, question, yes. 
Yes, yeah. So to be clear, the be able to afford a full-time priest because it currently in the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese, part-time priests are very scarce because the requirement is go, to go to seminary and that requires a certain debt burden. And so the people coming out of seminary and also they're moving their, themselves and their family, they generally are coming out to be full-time clergy. So that's what the Archdiocese has available, if you would imagine that. If any of you know of someone who our Metropolitan would be okay with bringing in as a second priest, then that's a different conversation. Although right now, I don't know that given the moves that we're doing, that we should be bringing on a part-time priest. But in the very near future, perhaps. Really, uh, so to put a concrete number to that, a safe number is about 100000 With all the benefits, that's not just salary. Salary benefits, the fact that they pay more taxes, the fact that there's a, a car involved, all these different things. Just as a, a round number to work with. So, how much our mortgage would be on an annual basis, we don't know. It could be four hundred or 500000 a year. No, that's way high. Tell me. 5000 for a... Five hundred, but about a five hundred thousand dollar loan. Three hundred thousand dollar loan. Okay. Yeah. So I, I totally made that number up. So, <laughs> well, hey, the, the smart financial people will actually tell us the numbers of how much that'll cost. <laughs> quote me on that. <laughs> double what we're paying, which is forty five thousand a year. Yeah. So easily double that. Any other questions? Okay. So the survey will be going out, but I, I did want to offer it some reason feel absolutely totally opposed or absolutely totally on board, you're welcome to fill this out right now and put it in the box and put your name on here. And then you don't need to do the survey, but if you want to do the survey, you're welcome to. And also for those who don't have internet or don't have emails, you're welcome to do that as well. Just come up at the end. I think we have to stop for Sunday school because I see little ones coming. If you have any questions, Patrick or John or Robert presented last year or myself or anyone on the Goal 2 team is worth approaching, okay? Thank you very much for your time and please, please respond to the survey either today or when it comes out online. Thank you. Through the prayers of our Holy Father, Anna of Rome, Christ our God, have mercy upon us. Amen. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. It wasn't off. No, no. <laughs> okay. That was the messaging I was hoping. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying.